Hello, dear listeners. It is I, DJ Starsage, and I'm coming to you from, uh, well, Hubby's Buggy. Uh, we call her, um, Miss Ripley, uh, you know, after the main character in the Alien movies, you know, Sigourney Weaver, um, every gay man's uh, first crush, or at least those of us who grew up in the 80s. And uh, it's a Sunday afternoon. We are out and about going to Hubby's old work hood, going to Juniper Lake. So, with that being said, uh, you're in store for a special edition of Surely You Jest, the day-to-day life of a modern-day jester. So, how are you? What have you been up to? I hope you've been mindful of others, that you've been able to uh, keep in touch with friends and family, and that you've been able to spend some time with loved ones. It is uh, Sunday, as I mentioned, and we've just recently been uh, privileged to enjoy a break from being on the uh, the hill with the, uh, you know, the magnifying glass, the hill, the bully thingy, um, summer. One might say that we got an early taste of fall, and it is quite a welcome thing because uh, when you have, I used to say senior, but the reality is elderly kitty cats, um, and you live in a house that's uh, 60 years old without air conditioning, um, each day is a gift, and uh, a break in the weather is just what the doctor ordered because, uh, well, our old girls, they have been enjoying themselves. In fact, the Grand Dame, Miss uh, Nala, Queen Calico, she has uh, had quite the appetite of late, and I think she's enjoying the cooler temperatures, and uh, if knock on wood, uh, we're lucky enough this might give us a boost with the the cold weather that is uh, if little girl can uh, put some weight on we might just be able to have another Christmas with uh, the little ones so um, but yes we are on our way to Juniper Lake and as I mentioned I am uh, in uh, hubby's buggy I should let him say hello what do you think you're gonna let me talk Hello, everyone. How are ya? He's got to keep his eyes on the road, so I better not let him be too distracted, but we'll get back to him in a moment here. So, uh, we are on our way to meet up with my nerd brother, my co-host, partner in crime, Mr. Toppy Smelly. And, um, you know, I will let him share the the ongoings of the day, because, you know, he, he does do that thing that uh, some of us do when we where we talk to ourselves and uh, pretend others are listening oh yeah that's called podcasting he he has his own show you might have heard of the smellcast um, I kind of pimped that out in our season finale of um, matinee minutia which will be back in mid-september we're uh, you know we're just doing a little maintenance here we're oiling the gears and uh, we're uh, painting up the hallways and sending the uh, old theater curtains out to get dry cleaned and all that happy stuff they do um, every time they go to clean the popcorn machine in the lobby. Of course, I'm um, not quite sure Gertie's going to get around to doing that, but, uh, you know, 
they say it's like a cast iron skillet. The secret to the flavor is you don't clean it ever. <laughs> oh, you've been warned if you ever stop by the marionette there. Bring your own popcorn. Shh, I won't tell anyone. Okay, so Bring we're... toilet seat covers too. Have you seen those bathrooms? <laughs> Bleach! Uh, okay, so I'm going to lunch with uh, Mr. Smelly and we're going to be visiting... Uh, well, one of Hubby's old haunts. No, it's not a place he went to in his youth because he grew up in Oslo near the amusement park and uh, he had um, more uh, trendy places to spend his time and, uh, you know, to, to, to woo the gentleman callers. But uh, we're going to a place where the wall is on purpose slanted. Uh, this is called uh, the Cedar Inn and uh, it's just a local watering hole. But the, uh, the prices are reasonable and the food is good. And, uh, well, the, the, the supposedly straight man behind the counter, he's not too hard on the eyes and he'll laugh at your jokes even if they're bad. Well, you got to understand what this place is. It's basically, it's a dive bar. It was originally a small lake cottage demo slash display. Well, if you were building a cottage back, I don't know, 30s or 40s, and you had this one-room cottage, this was the display model. It was moved a few times, and then finally placed in its current location. It was never meant to be moved, and it probably wasn't even meant to be standing more than 10 years. So, the building is literally not square, not straight, and the front wall is slanted about six to eight inches from the top to the bottom. The whole building is twisted, but it's been stabilized, supposedly, and it's safe. Nobody in their right mind would eat there, but you know what? The locals love it, and despite its look, it's actually very clean. The food is wonderful and cheap, and it's just this little nugget that if you know about it, you've won the lottery. And, you know, far be it for anyone to have ever accused us of being in our right minds. It's it's all part of the service, as they say. Uh, or am I confusing that with the, the Vulcans of Star Trek? I forget. But anyways, um, we're here a little early, so we're going to be uh, wandering about until Mr. Smelly sounds off his signal flare that he's in our neck of the woods. But, um, you know, I've, I've taken uh, my, my sister Betty here a few times. And um, the slanted wall makes for great entertainment. Because, of course, if you've decided to uh, belly up to the bar, um, you know, you're, you're not quite sure when it's time to um, cut yourself off there. Because the wall isn't, uh, the wall just isn't right either. <laughs> You, you gotta give hats off to the waitress that's there. She's been there forever. She does not use a pad, paper, or any type of written instrument to take your order. It's all in her head. I've gone there with six people at a time, ordering all different things, customizing items, drinks, you name it, and she's never messed up an order, ever. Now, you sometimes have had a little bit of a wait for the food, but that's because they don't um, 
just uh, dig it out of a drawer and microwave it. They, they make it as you order it, so it is piping hot when it comes to the table. And when you get a cheap steak at a diner, it's usually about $12, $13, and it's not that great. Here, it's like seven, eight bucks, and it's the best steak you've ever had for $7. So we're just going to uh, spend a little bit of time, sort of, um, well, uh, burning time until our compatriot arrives. So uh, I will get back to you, or we will get back to you in a little while. Well, now, that uh, was a little something different in that the place we were going to ended up being closed. Now, this is kind of just, uh, you know, what you get in small towns and, well, when a place is basically run by maybe one or two people, um, the posted hours might not mean anything for business because, uh, who knows, maybe there was a fight at home or maybe somebody, uh, it's a little under the weather, but uh, the door was locked, despite it being business hours. So we ended up moving on to another establishment for our gathering. We went to more of a mainstream place that, um, although probably did serve adult beverages, it wasn't their um, main audience. It was more of a, uh, a lunch cafe kind of a place. So. We sat down and we had a nice little lunch with fewer adult beverages, which may be on the menu for later tonight, because, hey, it's Sunday night and I gotta work in the morning, but since I work from home, it doesn't even have to look like water in the glass. Uh, I didn't really make a workplace joke, did I? Hmm, maybe. Anyways, so we had lunch out with Mr. Toppy Smelly. And uh, what did you have for lunch, dearest? I had a panini, which was a nice Reuben, with the tiniest bag of chips you've ever seen. Now, for those who may be unaware of deli cuisine, explain, if you will, what is a Reuben? A Reuben is usually made with corned beef, sauerkraut, and Thousand Island dressing. Strangely, because of the pandemic, Corned beef is getting hard to find in some places, so this one was made with pastrami, and it was pretty good. All processed deli meat sometimes just tastes the same. It's kind of funny how our tastes change over the generations, and uh, someone who's uh, maybe uh, a few years behind us might think of that as something that mom and dad or grandma and grandpa liked. Uh, where did you get your taste for these kind of strange things, sir? I don't know. There's just something about sauerkraut with processed meat and Thousand Island dressing. I love them. <laughs> it should be noted that Hubby's grandparents once ran their own little mom-and-pop grocery, and his grandmother always had deli kind of things around, so... Uh, kind of a, a guilty pleasure for childhood, perhaps. Um, I had a panini also, which, of course, all a panini is is sort of a, um, a hipster version of a grilled cheese sandwich because it's just buttered bread that's squashed and usually has some form of meat on it. I had a chicken breast panini, but mine was tomato basil, so... 
just kind of a sort of a take on a BLT, if you will, with some pesto, and it was pretty good. And uh, of course, the important thing is is that uh, Juniper Lake is in Lake Country, as we like to call it, and uh, we had dill pickles with our sandwiches. Of course, that's also another part of deli culture is that you get your sandwich and you get a pickle with it. And uh, I, for one, always prefer dill. I was saying to, to Hubby and Toppy at lunch that uh, as a child, I remember my grandmother having a relish plate on the uh, dining room table. And once in a blue moon, I would get a surprise because I would go for a pickle. And it wouldn't be my favorite, which is dill. It would be my grandmother's favorite, which varied between sweet or what we call bread and butter. Either way, as a child, I remember being mortified and disgusted. Yes, but I hear as you get older, you shouldn't be as picky on your pickles because if you're lucky enough to get a pickle, you just enjoy it. But I'm bum. And, uh, well, I can't recall entirely what uh, Toppy said that he had, but uh, I do believe he was threatening to get uh, something akin to a fried bologna sandwich, which I'm not even sure was on the menu, but perhaps with the right kind of sweet talking, which, let's be honest, we've known that Mr. Smelly is capable of, he was able to get something close to what he wanted, so, uh, and he had a, uh, a healthy, maybe not healthy, <laughs> he had a good helping of the, as the Europeans called them, freedom fries, the, the, the French fries, and of course, uh, as Hubby and I are no uh, strangers to the caffeinated beverages, uh, we each had a helping of both iced and not iced coffees. And uh, before long, Toppy knew... Uh, it was time to flee before the caffeine hit. Right, because uh, his opportunities to enter the conversation became fewer. But uh, we were able to... Uh, you know, have a nice little visit. We hadn't seen him in person since last autumn or fall, as you, as someone might call it, which, of course, it's one of my favorite seasons, being a Northeasterner, New Yorker. Um, you know, that's when all the, the pretty, pretty colors of Tuscany come out in the fall, when the leaves are turning. And that hasn't happened yet, but as I was saying earlier, we've had a nice little preview, a, uh, a taste of fall in more recent days with some cooler temperatures. So, but we had a nice little visit, and of course, before we blinked, it was time to park company and head back for the hills, because Monday morning's coming, and of course, we've got puddings to go home to and make sure they're, they're fed and tucked in and they've had their bedtime stories read. Uh, but we're on our way sort of home-ish, want to pick up probably dinner for tonight because who really wants to cook just heat something up maybe watch a movie but uh okay so backpedaling a moment some of the things that we've been up to lately well after the season finale of matinee minutia actually it might have been just before i think uh, i was having some difficulties with uh, my laptop and um 
it's a, actually a very recent device. Uh, you, if you've fallen asleep on me, I'm sorry, but uh, I sometimes will talk about technology and basically the uh, perception is that most people will buy a new computer or a phone as the case may be with most people these days because what is a phone really but just a pocket-sized computer uh, get a new computer every couple of years and the last time I had bought a newish computer was uh, shortly after we moved into Chateau Star Sage. So it's been more than a handful of years, and the other year hubby helped me track down the latest and greatest that was to be had uh, right at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, the Gateway Computer Company, well, they're owned by Acer. They've actually been owned by Acer for more than a decade, but Acer decided that they were going to make the best of the pandemic, and... Uh, scrounge for supplies where more was to be had over in the uh, the other side of the Iron Curtain over there in the, uh, the People's Re well not the People's Republic but China the other side of the, the Red Curtain and um, they uh, they basically bought a, uh, a supply I guess as it were of these gamer grade laptops and by gamer grade I mean, they had the, the best graphics and the most computing power, the processor and whatnot, that money could buy at the time, and Acer just bought up a uh, assortment of them to slap the old gateway name on because, you know, people hadn't heard of it in a long time, and uh, it was nostalgic. You know, what's this? Gateway has come back? Well, not really, but here's some top-notch computers that we're going to call Gateway. And, uh, well, anyways, I was the eager beaver that I all often am, and I wanted to try out Windows 11 because it was brand new. It was the hot thing. And uh, my laptop was only a few months old, and I figured, this has got to be good enough for it. And lo and behold, it actually was. However, the support for everything that's on it, all the, uh, all the kiddos in the station wagon, if you will, uh, wasn't entirely in harmony. Basically, the uh, the driver files. I know you're falling asleep on me, so I'm going to make this quick if I can. The driver files for my wired Ethernet adapter uh, really weren't supported in Windows 11, meaning that Microsoft had decided that because this computer is borderline from when Windows 11 was brand new, we're not sure we like it, so we're going to make sure that it doesn't work with Windows 11. And uh, some of you are probably thinking, well, that's okay. Who, used, who uses wired devices these days? Wireless is what everybody does. But what you don't understand, or maybe you're not aware of, is that if you are in the habit, which I am twice a month of doing, a live podcast... You are tethered, yes. You are tied to your modem through a wired connection because when you go to wireless, you suddenly lose bandwidth. And uh, when you are chugging up that hill to send out a broadcast, that's important because when your bandwidth, yes, I'm using big words here, folks, when your bandwidth is what gets you out of the station, uh, when that slows 
down, you're in trouble because suddenly the train ain't on its way and wireless just isn't good enough. So I, uh, I took it upon myself to put my computer back to Windows 10 and, uh, you know, it's a love-hate relationship for me, really. I'm not a fanboy of, you know, Apple or, or Android or Microsoft for that matter. Just, I like what works. It's just, when it doesn't work anymore, I fall out of love. So I'm back to Windows 10, but that's not really a problem because I grew up with having to build my own computers and by now I've gotten used to making backups. So uh, before you could say, Bob is your uncle, I was back in business because I keep backups of things. But anyways, that's my technology moment. And uh, Hobby is going to have a word here. He has been up to something in the living room. Um, the other year, maybe around the pandemic, we decided to set up a PC for the home theater, our living room, because, well, when movies aren't released in your country, all you have to do is find a country with an English-speaking population, and suddenly you can buy the movie from that country. And then on your menu, on your screen, when you pop it in the player, you just choose English. And then suddenly that movie that wasn't released in your country is now available to you. And by that, we're talking about 3D Blu-ray, which is my, my husband's area of expertise. So what have you been doing with the home theater PC, dear? Well, I just took a wrong turn. Seriously, though. So... Back in the day, a few years ago, I decided to go down the rabbit hole and get myself a top-of-the-line computer to play 3D Blu-ray. And by top-of-the-line, I mean back in 2012, when everything was coming out, being 10 years later almost, well, I was able to get a near-top-of-the-line PC pretty good price. So I got just what I needed to play 3D Blu-ray, got all the gadgets connected, got it all working, and I was happy with it. Well, to make a long story short, you know, you get bored with tech and you want new or you want better. Well, since there really isn't better for this type of system, I took my Dell T3500 and I am now maxing it out to the highest factory standards that it was available back in the day. A $2,000 CPU today is only $30. $1,200 memory upgrade is only $50. So why the heck not make your 2012 computer top of the line? And when he uses these big words, folks, feel free to use Wikipedia to look some of these things up. Because I know nowadays some of you don't know all the ins and outs of technology. You just know that you go to the phone store every couple of years and you get the newer one that is pretty. But anyways, um, T3500, what that is, is um, it's what they call a server grade, a business grade. These are the workhorses that host all of the important systems of the company computers, the corporate computers. You might work for a big company, they sign your paycheck. Well, these are the workhorses that uh, piece together the parts of their network. 
and uh, when they're a handful of years old, the warranty is up on those things. But that doesn't mean that they're useless. No, they're kind of like the uh, retired rental car. It was last year's model, but it's gently used. And since it's no longer the workhorse of corporate America, now suddenly it could be in your hot little hands for a little bit less than it costs for you to get that shiny new penny. And, and these computers were unique in the fact that, yes, they're kind of a server, but they're kind of not. And they're kind of a desktop, but they're kind of not. They're somewhere in the middle, which means they're built like tanks, which is why people like me are still going after them. Sure, you have over 20 core processors now, but I really only need four, but I got a six core. So, you know, this thing is a really good computer and it weighs close to 60 pounds at this point. Literally. <laughs> so, Obi has been uh, taking advantage of, uh, you know, the, um, the harvesting culture. In other words, you've got all these companies that are either upgrading or have gone out of business maybe due to uh, environmental or economical factors. And uh, when you go to sell these machines off, People like Hubby are out there just happy to snap it up. So we are uh, improving upon our home theater experience by making our little workhorse a, a little bit faster. But I gotta interject to go back to DJ's gaming laptop. So this Gateway Creators laptop, yes, it was overstock. But what has burned many gamers about DJ's laptop is that there are several, several boutique laptop manufacturers that make them for gamers. These things cost thousands of dollars. Somehow, Walmart got a hold of a stockpile of these things. And instead of selling them for thousands, they were only charging five to six hundred dollars each for them. Well, because face it, who's going to buy something that's a, a high-ticket item at Walmart? So, a lot of these gamers who do reviews, who have bought the high-end boutique computers, bought one of these stupid gateway gaming computers. Walmart specials. Thinking it would be absolute crap. Well, guess what? From going to, this thing's going to be a piece of crap, they went from being angry. Why? Because their $2,800 laptop that they bought turns out to be this Walmart creator's laptop that is the exact same thing. Every transistor, every chip, the motherboard, even the case is the exact same. These people went from being jokingly making fun of it to going to angry because Walmart, right before the pandemic, got a hold of a surplus of these things and sold them cheap. But uh, don't go looking for one now because uh, the prices have gone up to meet the demand. I'm not even sure if they're still available. They are, and they're only $700, and I do not want to do advertising for them. But go to Walmart, do not buy a used one. They are really good, and if anybody's ever taken a machine apart, 
these things are built for people that can take a laptop apart, meaning the boards aren't layered, everything's in the right spot, they're super easy to upgrade, which is what we did. So if you need a new laptop, check them out. They may seem like a knockoff brand, but that knockoff brand actually makes 90% of the laptops out there. It's kind of like, uh, I may have once before talked about television sets. Well, if you're not really aware of it, all of those brands that are out there don't really exist because there are only a handful of companies that actually make the thing. So inevitably, there's some company who is selling uh, their name. They just buy up the device and they put their name on the same product from the factory. So all those brands you think are different really aren't. It's just a sticker. So we've had caffeine and sugar, can you tell? And when I come back or when we come back, it all depends on if hubby kicks me out of the car, you see. Um, we're going to have a, uh, a wind down where we talk a little bit about our fur babies. As we wind things down and wrap things up, We'll just uh, give you an update on our little bundles of joy at home, or kitty cats, or fur babies. So it's been, oh, about two months, maybe two and a half now, since we brought home our newest addition, our, our little young squire, Mr. Benny. And uh, we are still working on getting him to uh, spend more time with us. Every day we have an effort where, you know, breakfast time, maybe uh, dinner time, sometimes in the middle of the night, because, you know, hubby's not one to sleep for the whole night at once. Um, the little man will get some time to spend with the family. By that we mean he's allowed to stay in the same room as the other kitties, who are both uh, old enough, well, that we just call them his grumpy aunties so uh, that's been an adventure but all in all the little boy he means well and he gets excited he, he uh, wants to play because he's maybe only three years old and uh, he's got lots of little stuffed toys that we've bought him to play fetch with and uh, well hubby he is the the roughhouser he is the one we'll play with Benny and uh, encourage him to chase the stick. What do you call this? The, the toy with the dangly thing? Kill toy. Because kitties are natural hunters and so to uh, to kind of get them to, to mellow out, to calm down, you encourage them to play rough so that uh, they know that there's a time and place for everything and of course with having older cats in the house they're less about the rough housing and more about the the chill as the the young kids would say these days but but you gotta give him good effort on his part because he he can be quite aggressive with me and we are trying to curb that so that he knows to do it with the kill toy in his toys and he's getting there but from day one he's never gone after the girls you have two seven pound cats who aren't seniors they're geriatrics at this point and they beat on him 
because they don't want to be touched. And he does not lift a finger. He just bows down and takes the beating. He has not once hurt either of our senior cats. And for a male cat not to show signs of aggression like that, awesome. And, you know, we'll call it breed profiling because I once heard that in an animated film. Um, I'm forgetting what, what that one was. It was uh, animals that were like police officers and things like that. But anyways, um, I, I am just a sucker for an orange and white kitty. I call them creamsicle kitties. And this little boy is a gentleman cat most of the time. Now, he is a special little boy, and I don't mean to say that in a mean way, but it just helps you to understand that, you know, something might have happened to him in his prior life that may have harmed him, and I try not to think about that, but there are times where he will do things that are just kind of strange and out there, like he will put the toys that we play fetch with him into his little water fountain that we got him, because... I don't know if he has an aversion to water, but he doesn't drink. And uh, the, they say that having the fountains that run kind of like a, a faucet are more natural. They draw animals like cats because they can drink more easily from those versus trying to see a bowl of standing water. So that's what we've done is we've got him a little fountain that's on his side of the uh, the dining room door because that's kind of his apartment. And uh, I don't know, he might be learning how to use it, but uh, every once in a while you go to pick up one of his toys and it's sopping wet. So you know where that has been recently. But, uh, you know, we, um, during the work week, we typically will make sure that he has had breakfast with us and uh, dinner time sometimes. And on Friday night this week, we decided that it was Benny time. We had a night with his dads up in our room where we just watched uh, TV together. And he was just over the moon. That little boy was so happy that he eventually did. And it didn't really take long for him to calm down from being playful. And he actually got to the point where hubby had had a snack and uh you know we 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 try to make healthier choices um we had these kind of waffle cone like cookies they're what are they called Pizzelles. so they're they're kind of an italian cookie in a circle shape and it's just the um ingredients that you would have for like a waffle cone and they come in flavor so hubby had what flavor were they strawberry and what did that little boy do when uh, he smelled the strawberry? Purred and grunt. He came right over on Hubby. He crawled up. This is us, us in bed laying and sitting up to watch the TV. He crawls up on Hubby's stomach and chest. And you would think that he's going in to bite or to claw or something. But no, what did he do? Purred and grunt and tried to get the gazelles. He stuck his face in Hubby's and he wanted to smell the strawberries on him. It was so adorable. I just imagined him wearing overalls and carrying a basket of berries. He, he did go beyond crazy, though, for the other item I had. What was that? Spray cheese. Oh, yes. Well, the funny thing is, is that um, 
our uh, our boy kitty that we lost a few years ago loved smelly things. Now he did not ask for human food, people food, and uh, this is something. It's a little different with Benny, but he is very curious about all sorts of foods and wants to smell them. And it's so adorable because we'll be sitting there in the living room having just hot coffee and he will want to sniff the mugs. It's just quite adorable. So that little boy is our happy thought. And we ended up leaving the house today to go to lunch. Um with a uh, older kitty who wasn't feeling so good because she probably slept in the open living room window the night before and you know just the same as people having an open window at night doesn't always agree with you and um, she had an upset tummy in the morning so we're hoping that uh, little girl has uh, had enough rest today and has calmed down and is feeling better when we get home. So we are just passing through our uh, fair hamlet and we are seeing the evidence of demolition. Um, what is happening is, is that the mom and pop grocery store that has been around forever in a day closed their doors oh, maybe a year ago or so and uh, the property was up for grabs. Now, Despite the fact that only a couple of blocks away, there are gas stations across the street from each other, there is a new experience going in where the mom and pop grocery store went. Um, without naming names, because, you know, we're not promoting the brand, but what kind of experience is this that's moving in? It is owned by a dairy, and... They have their own brand of really good ice cream, milk, butter, orange juice, which is really good. And they have a little grocery section, which isn't too overpriced, but they have a deli counter. They have paninis and subs and a $10 pizza night. And they have char-grilled cheeseburgers every Wednesday, two for two. They are delightful. So we're uh, excited about this because there was one of this chain on the way to Hubby's old job at Juniper Lake. And so uh, with one half it, with having one closer by, uh, we might end up going to the gas station quite literally for dinner every now and then once this place is opened. Although yours truly has been making a concentrated effort to... Uh, shed some of the tonnage. I uh, have increased my daily effort to not only include my morning walk, but a half an hour on the elliptical once my day has ended. So we are actually just rolling through the outskirts of our village on the way home to Chateau Star Sage after an afternoon out. We got to feed our babies and, uh, you know, get them ready for their bedtime stories and get ready to roll into Monday. But uh, other than that, we are looking forward to uh, the, uh, you know, the twilight of summer before long. The best season of the year is fall up here in the Northeast. And uh, what do we have at the end of the month, honey? Our anniversary. Yes. Now, 
knock on wood, because uh, usually I'm wrong when it comes to these things, and by wrong I mean I don't get my way, but uh, preemptively I have put some positive energy out into the world hoping that maybe for the first time in three years I'm going to be able to do something to mark the occasion with my husband. Kind of my own fault because in years past I've put my foot in my mouth and said, hey, let's bring along a friend. But this year, I have reserved a hotel room. And no, I'm not talking about anywhere romantic like Niagara Falls. That's too big of a stretch. I'm just going for the affordable place near our shopping mall. So maybe we can go out for dinner that night. And of course, this all hinges upon no guilt, mind you, because she doesn't listen to this. My dear sweet sister Betty has offered to try out as it were, uh, the experience of cat sitting for us. So if that works out, um, we may have more um, invitations for her in the future. Little does she know, most people feed their cats once in the morning and once at night. No, we have one seven pound girl that we have to make sure gets her food throughout the day, another one who demands it, and another cat who also has to eat that way. It's feeding them every two hours. There is no taking a nap for four hours. No, you need to feed them every two hours. Now, little Benny, he is still getting used to this idea, and it might simply be because he is our little special needs boy, because he hasn't learned yet to be demanding in our house. But, um, you know, uh, he's getting used to the idea of eating more often. Anyways, uh, with that being said, every two hours, that might be a problem because, uh, well, after 11 years at the candy shop and two and a half of those being working from home, thanks to the pandemic, which uh, I'm not being, um, you know, sarcastic, I actually have very much enjoyed the experience. Um, it, it seems like the future at the candy shop is uh, on borrowed time. I keep seeing evidence that more and more folks are leaving of their own free will in my department, kind of as a sign of things to come because um, technology is changing and there may be less demand for our positions in the near future. So uh, I still would technically have four years ahead of me before I reach my next milestone with the company, which for those of you who... uh, may not uh, realize what that means. Once you've been at the candy shop 15 years, mind you, at 10 years, you hit a milestone, but then you don't get anything until five more years. I would get another week of vacation if I stayed there for 15 years, but I don't think that there's four more years left in the position. So, um, you know, trying to... um, Uh, keep positive energy out there. I've put my resume in with another company in the industry. I don't think that they're going to pay me my worth, but uh, sometimes it's nice to be appreciated and noticed. So we'll see how that goes. But otherwise, I hope you are enjoying your summer and staying cool. I know parts of this world have been sort of on fire when it comes to the sun and record temperatures. Hope you're staying cool and, um, you know, stay tuned because Matt Namanusha will be returning in a few weeks here. And uh, the, the theater will have a, uh, a new uh, aroma. Yes, we're going to get some new plug-in air fresheners. That's it. Yes. And uh, it'll be like a whole different experience, kind of, sort of. Maybe 
Gertie will stop watering down the drinks? I don't know. All right. Tweet me on Twitter, DJ at DJ Starsage. Email me, DJ Starsage at gmail.com. Any last words, hubby? Hope you all stay safe. Find some good junk food. Fall is coming around. Oh, the the pumpkin spice. And uh, actually, I kind of prefer the uh, like apple butter and all that stuff. So, all right, folks, that's all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye bye. Chubb's gone wild with Matt and Tom. Speak up. The smell cast. My tummy smelling. Be heard. Tastes like burning with Tim and James. Unique voices in podcasting. The Shy Life Podcast. With me, Paul the Shy Yeti.